Hello, this is Linda with English Podcast, and I'm here today to talk a little bit about common sayings or proverbs. There's not really much difference between the two, and we call them both, actually, but proverbs are more popular sayings that provide little nuggets, little pieces of wisdom. And by using some of these popular proverbs or sayings, you can really build up your language skills and integrate well into English-speaking community. So I'm just going to start with a few handful of them, really, and I will probably be looking at something different, maybe on future podcasts, to maybe start my podcast with another one, so you can build up some idea of what we have, and you can use them yourself. Anyway, the first one I want to take uh, into account, and I'm looking also at the historical um, origin of these, if there is one, and the first one is, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. That's, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. This is a medieval proverb, which comes from the sport of falconry, where the bird in the hand, the praying falcon, and that's how you hold your falcon, in your hand, was worth more than two in the bush, the prey. So one in the hand is worth more than two elsewhere. It's a really nice one to have. The next one uh, is a lovely one. It says, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. This little saying comes from a Roman poet, Sextus Propertius. And in 1832, he wrote about it in a phrase, uh, or oh, sorry, in 1832, there was a variant of the phrase which was coined by Miss Strickland in the pocket magazine of classic and polite literature. So this is absence makes the heart grow fonder. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. This is a very philosophical one. A journey of a, of a thousand miles begins with a single step. It's actually a Chinese proverb meaning that a person must begin his or her journey to reach their goal or destination. And this proverb applies to a wide range of different circumstances where action needs to be taken for the completion of a task. The next I'm uh, bringing up is a leopard doesn't change his spots or can't change his spots. And this phrase or saying means that it's impossible for someone to change their character or personality, even if they try very hard. So it's used to explain the idea that nobody can change their innate nature. A leopard doesn't change his spots. All good things come to an end. This proverb has roots as far back as the 1300s. It means nothing lasts forever, and all things and situations are temporary, or happiness is fleeting. It may be used to express regret when something brings happiness ends, so it suggests to enjoy your life today, because that happiness may not exist tomorrow. All good things come to an end. All's well that ends well. This is used to say that a person can forget how unpleasant or difficult something was because everything ended in a good way. Shakespeare wrote All's Well That Ends Well, a play, over 400 years ago, but it was a proverb long before it was a play title and was used in Middle English around 1425. All's well that ends well. All that glitters is not gold. This proverb is stated to have first been used by Shakespeare in his famous play, again Shakespeare, The Merchant of Venice, 
published in 1595. Morocco speaks this phrase in his conversation with Portia. It means that not everything that appears shiny and attractive and lovely on the surface when you look at it is actually that. It could be actually quite worthless and have no value at all. All that glitters is not gold. A stitch in time saves nine. This is a funny one. A stitch. A stitch is something you sew into clothing. A stitch in time. If you have a hole in a clothes, you would want to stitch it together. A stitch in time saves nine. If you sort a problem out immediately, it may save time later. The stitch in time notion has been in current for a long time and uh, was first recorded a long, long time ago, 1732, in some witty sayings and sentences and um, ancient and modern English. A stitch in time may save nine. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. What someone may find beautiful may not appeal to another person. The first person to use it in the form we know today, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, was an author called Margaret Wolfe Hungerford. She included the phrase in her book Molly Bourne, 1878. It's another way of saying that beauty is subjective. It's down to how you feel, not necessarily everybody's feelings. Best things in life are free. That's so true. The best things in life are free. The definition of this saying is that the most valuable things in life don't cost any money. It means those things that cost money should not be prioritised over free things like family and friends and that money and objects are not the most important things in life. Coco Chanel is reported, reputed to have said the best things in life are free. Don't bite off more than you can chew. This is a nice one. Don't bite off more than you can chew. We know that this idiom started being used in America in the late 1800s. Some people believe that it originated at the time when many people chewed tobacco. When they were offered tobacco, some people would take a big bite of the tobacco, much bigger than they could chew. In every day, use it means that you should not try to do more than you're able to do or to do something that is too difficult. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And the last one I was going to mention today was don't put all your eggs in one basket. This phrase was first recorded in the book Don Quixote. The piece of advice means that one should not concentrate all efforts in one area as one could lose everything. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So here are a few of the very common um, sayings or proverbs that we use every day without even thinking about them. And I'm going to pick out uh, and pluck out some others that I will be using in my podcast in future so that you can familiarise yourself more with some other everyday usage of the English language. I hope you found this useful today and I look forward to speaking to you again on English podcast. And it's goodbye from me, Linda. Thank you.